0: You're listening to Panthers on Tap. I'm Curtis Round, joined by Bryson Carbley. We're just two fans sharing a love for the game in Carolina Panthers football. So join us. Crack open a cold one, some bubbly, a little wine, some scotch. We don't care. Whatever makes you sleep better at night. Before we get into tonight's episode, a little self-promotion. Stop what you're doing. Go follow us on Twitter at Panthers on Tap. Join the discussion on our Facebook group. That's Panthers on Tap. We have over 2,500 members can also listen to us wherever you get your podcast, just search Panthers on tap. We have Jason Hewitt joining us back on the pod tonight. Last time we had him on, it was the week of the draft. A lot has happened since then, Jason. It's good to hear from you
1: again. Oh, it's been a while. Woo wee yeah, A lot has occurred since the draft, man. Oh, wow. Um, honestly. I'm very worried about this football team, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. The thing is, everything kind of hinges on McCaffrey returning. But until then, the team has to win games, and we don't even know if the team can win games right now. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of a mess in Panthers' nation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good way to put it. Let's get into that. Man, Panthers lose second straight one at home. It was depressing. Bryson and I were both there at that game. I had bruised hands coming out of that one. It still wasn't good enough. Uh, they followed the Vikings 34-28. Guys, let's just get into it. Um, we can really just start wherever. What what went wrong in this one? Because there was a whole hell of a lot.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like, go ahead. No, you got it.
0: No, uh, well, I was just going
2: to mention, you know, <laughs> started with the first play. Uh, <laughs> the interception of uh, of uh, Sam Darnold, you know, he he drops back and he's got you know good protection. He I think he gets surprised like fourth read or third read or something and throws a pick uh to Rashad Breland, um, the former Panther for a short amount of time before he felt his physical back a couple years ago. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it started with that and it was just all downhill until you know the fourth quarter when they forced overtime, a kind of like a consolation prize at that point. And Vikings got the ball and ended it. So, uh, you know, I don't think it really necessarily any side of the ball was was great on uh, Sunday. Uh, besides special teams, I thought special teams played well, but according to Matt Rule, they played okay today is, is what he said today. Um, you know, the defense gave up 500-plus yards. They got no sacks, and they gave up nine plays of over 20 yards. Um, they were on the field, you know, a decent amount um, compared to the offense. But just with the talent that they have on defense and that defensive line and, you know, the blitz packages that they've been putting together to get no sacks is unacceptable, really, uh, especially against Kirk Cousins. He's not even – you know, he's, he's a, not a mobile quarterback. So, <laughs> uh, they should have got a couple. But, yeah, I mean, it was just an all-around disappointing day. I mean, uh, wide receivers dropped eight balls. Like, uh, I think um, Pro Football Focus said it was the six most drops in any game over the last decade. They were literally historically bad. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, Curtis put together a little, a little montage of all the drops. It was uh, pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, the offense has got a lot of, a lot of work to do uh, for sure. Uh, it starts with them, I think. If, if they can just be decent, I think this team can win a lot more games. But that that's, that's, looks like it's going to be hard to do without Christian McCaffrey. But I'll let you guys hop in and, and, and give your opinion.
0: Yeah, before he jumps in, uh, by the way, two of those drops, two of the eight, We're on third down and would have been first down, Mm. so that that changes Mm. things. Carolina was two for 12 on third down and offense, which is it's fucking pitiful. Um, But that's a discussion later on. Jason, what'd you see? What'd you see, offensively, defensively? What what went what what went wrong
1: in this one? Honestly, things just felt out of sync. I mean, literally from the first play, like. I feel like all defenses have to do is run cover two. All you need to do is run cover two and just let your pass rush work. Because I even said it around draft time, the team needed to prioritize offensive line. Did they do that? No. And so, because of that, you know, you can rush your little four guys and have Sam Darnold back there panicking. And that's what happened this past Sunday. And so, like, yeah, the drops, you know, you you can't be historically bad and win football games. So I will give you that. But at the same time, you still finish 17 for 41, man. Yeah, like, come on, bro. God, like, come on, like, bro. God. Like, you can't sit up here <laughs> and, and include eight drops and tell me that that's an acceptable stat line to win football games. It's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. It's not, straight up. And so, like, yeah, the comeback at the end was cool, and it showed that the team had heart. But I'm not here for moral victories. I feel like Panthers fans in general shouldn't be here for moral victories because at the end of the day, we saw the team at heart
0: last year. We're tired of that. Right. We're tired of that. Straight up. So, yeah, I demand. I I went back again. We went to the game. So I went back and rewatched the cut down version online. And oh my goodness, Sam didn't play well. Offensive line. Didn't do is, I mean, they they did a little bit better. I felt like than they have in the last couple of games, but they still were bad. um Chuba, Chuba had Chuba's, and this is something to talk about too. Chuba had a lot of good first down runs, good eight nine yard chunk plays on first down. I think they need to continue that, you know, running the ball because that on the first downs in that game they were having success. Um, but Chuba still got to clean up, you know, run blocking. I I counted in the game. I think it was in the first quarter. He missed the block. Guy comes free, and sacks Darnold because Chuba was help, was blocking a guy with Paradis. They were double got double teaming a guy with um, on the defense line, and a guy comes free because Chuba was supposed to pick him up and he didn't. And that that just can't happen. And that was just in the first quarter. There's a lot of instances in this game where. Guys are picking up the wrong blocks and double-teaming people, and then some guy comes free, and Darnold's got a guy in his face one or two seconds into the freaking play. So that's something they got to clean up. Um, This offensive
2: line struggles with the most basic stunt schemes against them. It literally is almost impossible for them to stop a – basic stunt a of, of, of defensive yeah they line look out of stunt. sorts they look it's out of it's so sorts. hard but i mean and they have not been mixed matched all year and you know it's it's nice to gel with your your players that are playing beside you, your teammates and and stuff but i mean you're an nfl player and it, it's just every week it's it's somebody else in the offensive line besides sailor moton even though he he did have like one kind of bad game but we'll let that slide because he's the only good <laughs> offensive lineman out there but um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's either Paradis has a bad game or, um, well, John Miller and Daly normally do have bad games all the time. Um, I thought Irving was all right, uh, Sunday. Uh, I mean, in, in terms for hit for his play, I thought he was all right. Yeah, I, I um,
0: agree. I agree with you there, but that, there's gotta be consistency. I, and yeah. even if the guys are terrible there, they just, they don't there. It seems like there's no communication at all whatsoever. I mean, guys are coming free because they do a twist and some guy comes off and no one's picking him no up. One says anything. So that yeah. that doesn't help. You have a shitty offense line, then you have guys that are injured. So you have a different guy playing. I mean, you had Michael Jordan playing in this game, and no, we're not talking mm-hmm. about the former Tarrio. We're talking about some trash guy who they cut and brought him back on the practice squad, cut him again. Um and then started just, him and he gave up three sacks. Yeah, he, and he was <laughs> terrible. And I thought I thought I saw somewhere where someone was saying I watched. I, I'm trying to look in my notes here. It was in the third quarter. He had a big ass whiff on a play, and Sam got lit up. I mean, just just not good whatsoever. So the offensive line is helping. Chuba's got to do better blocking. He's he's running the ball well, but he's got to block better. And Freeman. Freeman he he's got to help out too cuz there was a play a couple plays in there that I counted where he missed a block and he's no you know he, that's what they brought him in for he's that more of that third down you know power back kind of running back for them and he's got to be able to pick up the blocks as well he had a couple good ones too so i'm not going to knock him but yeah that's and then we t- you guys talked about the drops you can't have that Robbie Robbie cannot have three drops in a game he's got to get his head out of his ass and get back on track this week. DJ can't do it all. He was, hats off to the Vikings. They had a good game plan against DJ because they shut him down.
2: Yeah, they brought and Matt Rule, the they
0: shadowed him. They'd bring yeah. a guy low. It wasn't double team, but they bring a guy low in the zone and a guy playing high on him. And it was, I mean, you ain't throwing him the ball. That, that, was, that was a good game plan. So hats off to them. Vikings had a good game plan coming in. Um, defensively, I think they played well enough to win. Um, I thought the defense at times looked good. There were times they didn't. I thought the Vikings, again, hats off to them. Kirk Cousins got the ball out quick. They had no time. I counted blitzes in the second half. And Frankie Louvu's coming off two blitzes. He almost One of them was almost a sack. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins is throwing that ball within one or two seconds on a screen pass. They threw a lot of screen passes that countered. Phil Snow's defense, and that was one thing that they just – when they blitzed, it just didn't help because Kirk Cousins would get the ball away so damn fast. And when he was getting pressured, he'd throw it away, and that's what Sam Darnold – he needs to learn that more. Or Brian Burns misses the sack. Yes, Brian Burns, fourth quarter. I wrote that one down too. He should
1: have had it on Kirk Cousins.
2: Brian Burns. Who? Exactly.
1: I'm trying to figure out who that is because I haven't seen that, man while so yeah, yeah he
0: beat his guy he had him off the speed rush and i think bryson shared the video online um, oh yeah i saw it
1: though and he that went up kind uh, of an arm sack attempt
0: kind of yeah. arm tackle up high and you're you're seeing that way too much with him
1: mm-hmm. can't do that um,
0: okay but man so, hats off to Son reddick that guy is yeah, yeah. that man's he's playing out of his mind he really yeah, he's is. playing the right position
2: yeah <laughs> Matt, Matt Rule knows how to use him, but that's probably about the only player Matt Rule knows how to use. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, I, just while we we're talking about Brian Burns, um, uh, three sacks, he's tied twenty sixth in the NFL. Five quarterbacks, five quarterback hits, he's tied fifty fourth in the NFL. Fourteen hurries, tied eighteenth, and a ten point six win percent rate, one hundred and eighth in the NFL. And and this was a guy that we were talking about before the season that he might have like a sixteen
0: to eighteen sack season.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a missing persons
0: report. Yeah. Now, to be fair, and I thought I saw this on Panthers.com. He is getting double teamed a lot still. I think I saw that. Maybe I. Maybe I'm not. I don't know where that is, but I thought I saw that where he is. He is seeing a lot more, and that's why he get double
2: teamed, and they still they still get. I know.
0: I know. I'm just. I'm I'm trying to play a little defense here for him, but um, and maybe that's why Reddick's you know getting a lot more of these, but. I, I agree. He's he has had the same issues last year where he gets he he beats his guy. And I think I think I heard this in the broadcast. Uh, Brian Burns needs to slow down cuz he comes off the ball so damn fast. He beats his guy and then he rushes trying to get the sack or he rushes trying to get the fumble or strip sack and it just he needs he runs to right slow him. down. Yeah, yeah, and it just and it's a, and r- Kirk cousins rips out of the arm tackle and he's throwing down the field and that can't happen. Um, but you know, that's, I think, you know, defensively the loss of Shaq Thompson is huge for them right now. That's hurting them a lot. And it doesn't sound like he's going to be back this week. And then safety help for, uh, Franklin and Chandler, they're not cutting it. Um, I think with Chandler was the one that got beat for the touchdown in overtime. Was he not? No,
2: that was Keith Taylor. Was but it Keith, Keith Taylor? Keith Taylor had a very good game though. Keith Taylor. Yeah, oh yeah. Me. We, uh, we haven't
0: talked about him yet. Yeah. Let's talk about him.
2: He, he, uh, he, you know, I think he had like, I can't remember the the stats like pass breakups and stuff, but he, he was great. I think he was the highest graded uh, corner on um, by pro football focus uh, from this past weekend's game. But, yeah, I mean, he came out and, you know, he played great covers on Justin Jefferson. There was that play up the sideline where it was like a, um, Kirk threw like a, a deep ball. It was, you know, high in the air and he, he bracketed him and just basically forced him out of bounds and then tackled him. Uh, you know, it was great coverage Keith, by Keith Taylor. He's, he's, he's definitely improved, uh, you know, since week one. And I think he's earned playing time, uh, especially, um, you know, maybe the slot or, whatever but it's just a deep group it's I mean it's gonna be hard especially with Gilmore uh, possibly playing now it's it's gonna be hard for for him to see the field just because it is a, a good group and maybe he outplays Bouye I don't know but Bouye's been playing well too so um we'll see about that but uh any insight on uh on on Mr. Keith Taylor Jason
1: yeah he like I said earlier he's he surprised me honestly like I was expecting this Vikings off. I mean, the Vikings offense did torch the defense. Mm -hmm. It was like Kirk Cousins still had a pretty good day considering. But, you know, I thought that secondary did their thing like they they weren't perfect. They weren't Mm -hmm. perfect by any means, but, you know, they kept. The Panthers in the game as well, though. So shout out to them. Shout out to Keith Taylor. Oh man, it's really the it's all the problems are on the offense, man. Like I know that we're saying that the defense needs to get stops, and I get it, but you can only get so many stops when you're not. They were gas, man. They were gas. You know, like
2: especially in overtime,
1: when you turn the ball over, you're straining the defense. So that's what happens. I think
0: yeah, matt, all, go ahead oh matt rule mentioned it today you can't on offense especially with this offense you cannot have the first play of the drive turnovers that happened twice in this game first exactly. play of the game and then i think it happened like the third quarter on a fumble that that kills a defense coming off of you know whatever happened before of not, what they were doing mm-hmm. i mean that that gives them no rest even if you get a three and out, you're still giving them a little bit more rest. You got to punt the ball. You know, yep. if they get they, one first down, that helps them a little bit. But, yeah, you can't have that, man. They were just dead. When they went in overtime, Our the only chance the team had is if they would have got the coin flip because the defense was just, they're fucking tired, man. They're busting their ass out there. I want to go back to Key Taylor. That guy is a freaking stud. He had a hell of a game <laughs> versus the Vikings. Sure the third quarter he had a pass breakup on third and eight or to set up third and eight and then the next play sort of been it would this sort have been the third down play he had home he had another pass breakup that should have been an interception so this guy is playing fucking lights out and i mean he's like the third or fourth quarter on the roster yeah. which is insane to me and then i wanted to i wanted to mention frankie luva i love this guy i mean Bryce, we're talking about him on Sunday. He is something else. He had the block punt that went for the touchdown. I need myself a 49 jersey. I really do. That guy is, we need to, they need to get him a contract. That, that was an underrating pickup by Matt Rule and Scott Fitter because he has been a hell of a player. Yeah. I I think,
2: I think we need to see more of him. I think he deserves more playing time. And, uh, he's just so electric when he's out there, man. He just brings a lot of energy and, um, just really, you know just when the defense is down he comes in he he just gets his job done he, he he's you know he's highly graded um when he does have uh you know snaps and stuff so uh yeah i mean i i think he has earned um playing time especially you know with Jack out and stuff so yeah,
1: might as well give him more snaps give him more snaps give him more experience he might even be more electric so
0: yeah,
1: dude. Yeah. guys, let's talk about Darnold. I don't I don't think we have
0: done it enough. Um yeah. what did we think of Darnold? What did we I, think of the I think, timeout? I think, the back-to-back yeah, I, timeouts. I,
2: I think Jason wants to wants to go in on, on Sam here.
1: I, yeah, he needs to go. Like trade up. I don't even like I don't even need to sugarcoat anything. He needs to go. Like he doesn't need to be the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers anymore like he obviously like there's nothing that the team can do there's nothing that front office can do unless like there's something that we don't know about working in the cards but as of right now Sam Donald is the current quarterback of the Carolina Panthers and that's really unfortunate because he sucks
2: <laughs>
1: he sucks man like I know like I tried to give him a chance like You know, he was doing his little scrambling touchdowns and doing a little, he did just enough to get wins. But once the team started getting a little better, he started folding and turning the ball over and making boneheaded mistakes. It's the same type of mistakes that he made in New York. It's the same type of mistakes that he made at USC. It follows him. And we thought that it could be coached away and obviously it hasn't worked. And so he needs to go straight up. <laughs> yep. Would you rather see uh PJ Walker back there? Might as well. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? A pick is a pick, whether it's from <laughs> Walker or <Darnu. laughs> Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, why not?
2: Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, you know, I tweeted, I'm not ready to write him off yet. Uh, he's, pushing me to the edge man he's you know I gave Teddy because because we had a we had a decent start last year with Teddy I think it was kind of we're kind of in the same boat. like Teddy was struggling a little bit but he was getting wins so we were like okay like okay the, Teddy might be it and then you know what happened throughout the whole season so I think I'm kind of in the same boat right now like I'm I, I got like one or two more games for Sam to just not turn the ball over like just literally just if it's not there throw it away or take the damn sack you don't have to throw an interception. And uh, it's just, you know, I, I'm so tired of incompetent quarterback play from the Carolina Panthers, man. Uh, it's been a, a quarterback carousel since Cam left and, well, since he was kicked out uh, from Carolina. And I just – I'm so tired of it. And, and I, I want Sam to be good so bad. I really do. But, you know, when, when he is pressured, he he just panics and he – he just gets off of his game and just a totally different quarterback. And, and I just, with this offensive line, I don't see it improving this year, Um, but we'll see. Uh, Like I said, I'm not ready
0: to,
2: (laughs) I'm not ready to (laughs) write him off yet, but he's got a couple more games uh, for me not to want him out of here.
0: Yeah. I know on Sunday, I think I tweeted, I think I tweeted out from our account. He ain't it. And I, I, To be fair, I was, I was fairly tipsy when I sent that. So, um, but no, I'm kind of where Bryson's at. I think I'm patient. It's I got to see more. We already know Sam Darnold can't be a viable quarterback with no offense line. He was proven in the jets and they don't have one now. So to, you know, he has played like shit. He doesn't get a pass. He's been terrible these (laughs) last three games. I'm not saying that he has been terrible. He's got to clean up the turnovers um, he's just got to take what the defense gives him. There were several points in this last game where he had got, he had a tight, he had tight ends out on, you know, on, on an out route or guys coming across the middle short that he could have thrown. And he decided to force it somewhere else. So there are, there are things open for him that he's got to see more of. And again, it all comes with not feeling the pressure and getting happy feet and, you know, throwing stupid passes but he's got to get back to what he did the first three weeks. And again, there's a glaring missing piece to what he had the first three weeks, and that was Christian McCaffrey. But again, he can't be reliant on that either. I think the team needs, you know, the wide receivers got to catch the ball. He needs to play better offensively himself, and the offensive line needs a block for him. If he has time, I think you, you got kind of a glimpse of that in the first couple weeks of what, you know, a new improved Sam Darnold could be with this Panthers offense, and then it kind of faltered once Christian McCaffrey hurt and some of these other guys on the offense line got hurt. So I'm patient. P.J. Walker ain't going to be any better. He isn't. They're, they'll still look the same, and they'll be god-awful. Don't forget when P.J. came in versus the Vikings and threw like – or whoever he came in last year and threw like two, three interceptions himself. Lions was that. Maybe there was a the Lions game. I guess um, what, no.
1: though. I guess what?
0: They got the win. You're right. They got the win. I know. (laughs) It ain't P.J. Walker time. I think you need to slow your roll a little bit on that. (laughs) But with that being said, I think, you know, he needs to improve and he needs to get better. And this is, again, we've said, yeah, the Vikings game was going to be a big test. This is the biggest test because there is no reason why they lose to this team this week. We'll get to that in a little bit. Let's go to coaching, though because that's another big talker that a lot of fans are talking about, the coaching of the Carolina Panthers. That's Joe Brady, Phil Snow, and majority of it is Joe Brady and Matt Rule this week. Um, But just going in, let's just start with the game itself, and then we can get into Matt Rule's comments on Monday about running the ball more. But what are our thoughts with this coaching staff in-game, making in-game decisions the double timeouts, the confusion on the sidelines. What what, what are we thinking about that? Because it's a mess. Well, the double timeouts
2: was Sam Darnold. I don't think it yes. was, was catching. So uh, that was just Sam Darnold being stupid. Uh, and, you know. Guys not <laughs> that, set up right. And, yeah, you know, that, that is what it is. But, yeah, this coaching staff fails every week to make second-half adjustments to be able to compete with the team they're playing against every single week. Um, it's It's the third quarter. We talked about it, like, almost every uh, episode Curtis it's like they forget how to play football in the third quarter and then hope hopefully they're not too far out of it by the fourth they can score a touchdown or field goal normally in the fourth and win or tie or whatever but I mean I think just week in and week out this coaching staff is just struggling man they really are uh, I think they've built a decent roster Um, obviously I think you know quarterback position it still needs to be figured out but uh but overall like the defense once healthy is going to be a top five defense in the league and it definitely a defense you can win a championship with but your offense when your offense is as bad as ours is right now it's just really hard to, to to do anything and um the coaching staff needs to do better with protections and they need to do better with running the ball more because if sam doesn't turn the ball over then maybe we're still in in the game last weekend um So, that's what was mentioned, you know, Monday, that they are going to run the ball more with Chuba and, I guess, uh, Freeman, maybe a little bit of uh, Bonifant. They signed him back. So, uh, I like Reggie Bonifant a lot when he was with us um, a couple years. Well, I think he was with us last year. Uh, But we'll see, man. I'm not ready to give up on this coaching staff either. Like, I'm not to the point where I think we should tear it all down. But but it's just they haven't been really showing me a whole lot as of late. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel all of that is a result of most most of the coaching staff being from college. Like, I feel like a coach's best work but, is. But Pete Carroll in the wasn't like that.
0: Like, well, people forget. Jim Harbaugh he,
1: wasn't like that either. Like, I don't Pete know. Carol I mean, was horrible in the NFL in his first go around. People forget that. Yeah, that's a he good He got point. outed experience. and he went back to USC and, you know, he did the damn thing and he came back. So he got extra experience. People forget his first go around. It wasn't pretty. And <laughs> yeah. so, like I said, like, I feel like a coach's best work is displayed in the third quarter. And it's very, very, very telling that they're getting out coached yeah. based on these third quarters because, you know you're supposed to be making your adjustments and everything you're supposed to be you know on the board telling your players you know this is what so and so this is what i see so on and so forth and so you're out on the field and you're getting outplayed every single third quarter that's a sign of coaching and like you know i want to believe in them but what have they put on the table for me to believe you know
0: that's fair no, man, so. you joined the right pod. I mean, I was, me. I was considered a change of podcast team to the third quarter, you know, third quarter podcast. We're always yeah. talking about the third quarter. They, mm-hmm. and I don't have the exact number because I didn't follow up on this from last week, but they have scored one offensive touchdown in the third quarter this year in six games. They scored one touchdown on special teams. So special teams is tied with the offense with scoring points in the third quarter, which is <laughs> awesome.
1: Which is, yeah, and this
0: this special team has not been good either. So for them to score a touchdown last week is incredible. But just going back to the play calling, I think it's a it's a mix of a lot of things. I I think coaching has a lot to do with it. But there's a lot of times, too, where these players just are coming out of this, coming out of half and penalties and backing them up and holding and false starts in the third quarter you can't start a freaking drive like that coming off of a stop on defense, or really if you get not. the ball at half, like these guys got to get their head out of their asses coming out of half and the coaches need. And, and then it's a mix of, you know, the coaches need to call better plays too. But I think it's a little bit of both. I think Joe dialed some things up um, in the third quarter that, you know, Sam ain't seeing, or like I said, the penalties happen. I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, but I'm not going to write the coaches off. I know fans are online, and I I really am. I disagree with them. If they're thinking P, uh, Matt Rule should be let go right now, they're they're dumbasses. They they're way too impatient, and the, coaches need time in the NFL. And I get it. People want to see results right now, but you got to remember where this team came from two years ago with getting rid of Cam and losing Luke keekley And, I mean, they lost half their freaking roster. This is going to take time. And I know people get impatient, but it ain't time to write off Matt Rule. I'm sorry. So what, what, I don't what, agree what, what happens
2: that. if we lose to the Giants this weekend? Does your tone change a little bit?
0: I think I think it changes a little bit. Yeah, this is a must- I think it's very possible. That that I'll tell is, you that right now. Too.
1: This is very possible. This
0: is an NFL team playing a college football team this weekend. I'm like these guys never that. play in
1: yeah.
0: Seriously, yeah. it's we'll get into that in a little while. We but will. seriously, yeah. they they do need to win this week. But no, I I think at the minimum, Matt Rule gets three years. I do. I made a bet before the season, and I'm gonna I'm still standing by that bet with PNP. So um
2: uh real quick um we mentioned the special teams i want to shout out Zane Gonzalez. he uh he had a pretty good day yes um no one's talking about him enough uh two for two from field goals and two for two for extra points for uh for carolina fans
0: that's a fucking great day for us
2: for our kicker you ever hear about
0: joey sly anymore uh,
2: i think he did have a pretty good day for the 49ers no but i'm
0: saying with like panther fans you don't hear about him anymore because um, zane is making kicks
2: yeah so right. uh, and the so, mean yeah.
0: mustache
2: you yeah, don't he, hear about him either. <laughs> he, he made a fifty. Didn't he make a fifty yarder as, as Zane did? I'm pretty sure. Uh, versus the Vikings, he made a fifty yarder. So yeah, he did. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, good day for him, hopefully he can keep it up. And you know, I think he's he's if he can just be consistent inside of fifty. Uh, I mean, that's really all we Which need. Which he is,
0: has been. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's so, been solid, man. I so, agree. Uh, shout out to him. But well, let's get into that a little bit. Let's go and I. I didn't, I didn't give you any time with this one, Jason. So I'll let maybe Bryson go first. You get a little bit of time to think about it, but Bryson, who's your, who's the best player in your mind through the first six weeks that's been on the field?
2: Um, you know, I, I think that there's a couple of different people I could choose, but, uh, I think this man is playing for his next contract and he's playing out of his mind and it's Dante Jackson. He has been, he stepped up tremendously this year in the, in the run, run support, uh, tackling, um, coverage. You know, I, I think all around he's been a great corner this year, and uh, he's earned his next contract. And I hope the Panthers don't let another good corner walk. But, uh, but I think Dante Jackson has been the best Panthers player um, this year,
0: in my opinion. Jason? If you need some time, I'll go. I got mine. So I got it. I got
1: it. I I thought about it for a second. I almost hesitated. I think it's the song ready, y'all. I really, really I agree. I agree. Like, I know that, like, you know, Brian Burns is eating up double teams, which helps. But listen, like, results are results are results. You know what I'm saying? And the man already has 6.5 sacks. He's playing out of his mind right now. And it's unfortunate that, you know, a certain quarterback on the other side of the ball, he's turning the ball over and getting them out there tired because on pass rushing downs, you know, you don't have as much gas because you're always on the field. So you don't get as much sack. I'm, I'm ranting about Sam Brown. <laughs> but like this defense can be so much better if it gets more out of this offense. man, And so, Right now, Hassan Reddick, keep doing your thing, and yeah, man.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think Hassan Reddick's going to win that bet with uh, Brian Burns for most sacks. I think Brian Burns is going to be buying oh, yeah. him a, a golf cart at the end of the year. But go ahead, Curtis.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would say Hassan Reddick. I think, I think Dante's a good mention too as well. I think he's playing. And hopefully he gets locked up by Carolina here by the end of the year. But, yeah, he's – Hassan starred in sacks behind T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. Like, that's a damn good company to be a part of. So, yeah, he's playing well. He's flying around too, man. He's flying everywhere. So he is. He's got,
2: he's, like, multiple tackles for losses and – you know, you know, so many pressures and he's doing work.
0: good in coverage too. And he's got to yep. cover. So yep. yeah, he's playing well. I, I if you had to, g- I, I said this the other day, if you had to give it to someone on offense, I would say DJ Moore. he's playing yeah. really well right now. Um, Hopefully he is, you know, I don't know, where is he at with touchdowns this year? I know that was always a struggle with I think him He has this, three. Oh, he's
2: got touchdowns. three
0: already. So that's, that's pretty so. damn good. Yeah. Well, three in six games. I don't know where the leaders are at, but anyway, that's just something I, if you had to pick someone on offense, that's who I would go. Now let's go to the flip side here. Worst player on the field through six weeks. Um, I think I know who Jason's <laughs> is going to be,
2: but I'm not going to go with Sam uh, because the first three weeks, he wasn't terrible. Um, I mean, these last three weeks he has been, but uh, I still have hope that he can be somewhat serviceable. Um, so I'm not going to say him. I'm going to mention Uh, you can almost mention anybody on the offensive line, um, not named Taylor Moten. Um, But I think I'm going to go with uh, John Miller Um, just because Elfline has been out and injured. It would be Elfline. But, uh, but yeah, John Miller's had a terrible year. Um, Once he came back from COVID, he just hasn't been the same and he's given up so many pressures every game and just not good at any aspect of, of being an offensive lineman. Um, And, you know, you could go Daly, you could go Irving, you could go Elfline, like I said, but uh but John Miller just has been terrible. So I I don't even think he deserves a starting spot anymore. So but I don't I don't think they have really any other options unless, you know, they wanna move forward with their uh second round guard that they say that that they drafted uh in Brady Christensen, but he doesn't get much guard action. Well, um, he doesn't get much action at all. At all, which I don't understand. But, um, but yeah, I, I think John Miller.
1: Okay. Did you know that Sam Donald had a forty-one point five completion percentage this past Sunday? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty damn good. Forty-one point <laughs> five. Hmm. For, forty-one point
0: five. Bro. What would it be with the eight drops added, though? Can you get that for me? Because I want to know that. <laughs>
1: they probably be like 50. I don't even feel like doing the math right now. It's <laughs> Sam Donald, straight up. He sucks. <laughs> like, bro, like, he's having a Jameis season right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone talks shit about Jameis Winston and how he went 30 for – Sam Donald is 7 for 7 right now, y'all. Like, and this schedule is not getting any easier. Nope. So you know what that means? The O line and Sam have to step up, and honestly, I don't see it happening. No, I don't.
0: Yeah, that's uh, fair. That's fair. I mean, it's I could. He's he's a player in there. If I had – I'm just gonna play. I'm gonna try to pick someone different. I would. I was gonna probably go with John Miller. Now I'm gonna stick with the offense. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get fired for this. But I'm gonna say Robbie Anderson. Man, he hasn't been up to par. I, I'm just saying this again. I want to make fan. I love yeah, Robbie. I know, what you, I know what but if, just sure. to change things up. Robbie has not been playing up to par whatsoever. And now Sam is not seeing him on the field. So I can give him that a little bit. But he's got it, he's got to pick it up because he just got paid and he is not the same player he was last year. So that's something he's got to work on. Again, I'm just just trying to play a little different approach here, since you guys pick those two, and it's clearly, clearly the offense it's is a clear. problem <laughs> yeah. because yeah. none of us said anyone on defense. So, well, is you there could anyone, say Sam Franklin.
2: Yeah, is Sam there Franklin's a liability?
0: On? Yeah, but, but is he pushed into a role he shouldn't be in? Like, is he really a starting safety? I don't know. No. I like. No, they need Burris. Is there an update on Burris? What's going on with Burris? Is... Uh,
2: they, yeah, we'll get into that later.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, um, okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. If you guys have anything else that And I got one more. Nope. This is a very hypothetical, but why not? Because fans love to talk hypotheticals online. CMC is on IR since the last time we had an episode He hasn't played much. I don't know the stat. If someone's got it, throw it out now. But I think it's like he's played in like five to seven games in the last 22 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but it's somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, But would you trade CMC right now for whatever, whether that's linemen, whatever the case is, would you trade him right now?
2: Uh, Uh. I wouldn't trade him for whatever. I mean, I would make sure I, you know, I, I got a good, no, but I mean and... like
0: you pick like a lineman, whatever yeah. you want, uh, you, you decide, but. um,
2: I've kind of gone back and forth on this. I think as a team is constructed right now, I wouldn't. um, Just because we see what Sam Darnold does without him. And if you want to have any hope of being a decent team, you need Christian McCaffrey out there for Sam Darnold. But you know, if, if we had a halfway competent quarterback, um, that could play without him, then I think I would uh, trade Christian. Um, and I mean, you see running backs that get drafted, like James Robinson, undrafted free, undrafted free agent, absolutely balling this year. Like numbers wise, he's one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor drafted in round two or whatever. Uh, there's there's so much like running back depth in the draft and free agency that you know if you could get some good players out of Christian, which you know Christian is a Uh, a generational talent at running back. I'm I'm not saying he's not, but I think that just the amount of money that they have have allotted for that position historically doesn't work out, which it hasn't worked out so far. Uh, He's, like you said, he's missed however many games. I think he's played in like 16 out of the last, or he's missed like 16 out of the last 22 or something like that. And, uh, you know, I think if, as the team is constructed now, I wouldn't, but if they make improvements and, you know, new quarterback or whatever, and better offensive line then I would.
1: Well, see, the the problem with trading him is that the Panthers are so far up the ass with dead money that trading him would just put the Panthers right back in cap hell. So, like, we're stuck. We're stuck like Chuck. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is the, the Panthers running back for the foreseeable future because they're not going to do anything with him because they locked him up because they thought, he was going to be the future, but he can't even get on the football field. So, yep. I mean, it is what it is. I It would be nice to trade him for some linemen, but it's not realistic. It's it, If you look at the numbers, there's literally no way they can trade him. There's no way.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. with the contract, I, I don't yeah, see it happening.
1: Um, so yeah.
0: But, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When they locked him up, I was not. I was not mad. I wasn't and I know people were and I, I got shit from people a m- bunch of my buddies back home you know you never pay a running back it never works out but mm-hmm. I always yeah. viewed CMC as a generational talent until he got injured the last two years and never you know he never saw the field and never played when he's on the field he's incredible he really yeah, I mean look at there they were three and zero with him I don't know if they would st- be you know when i think they would have won maybe one of these games with him so but i think with the contract it's it's not gonna happen and i think bryson made a good point the way the team is structured right now they need him <laughs> like they, they need him so again i just i don't see it i just wanted to throw it out there it was just a hypothetical
2: <clears throat> yeah let's uh let's get to the um presser today then uh, Matt rules presser just transition into that um, just a couple highlights for you guys and then I'll let you get into it and see if you know whatever so out to you guys or whatever but um, just uh, just a couple things um, Matt rule said that Shaq is very doubtful for this weekend um, he said Gilmore it was on a rep count and that um, they trust him to know when he will be ready um, Matt rule hopes that he'll be able to play Sunday but he doesn't know at this point it's too early to tell and then he said the same thing with like Burris and stuff that like I think Burris is eligible to be designated off of IR to come to come back, but they're I think they're gonna wait and just see with him. Um Elfline is not ready. Uh, he had a setback in the weight room, um, which you know it is what it is there. I'm not too worried about that. But uh CJ Henderson will be ready to go, he said. Um one of the the main quotes uh that I think was probably the you know the biggest quote from this presser was he said that. There's a lot of questions about the offense. The defense did not play good football on Sunday, and the special teams played okay football. I took that, you know, that, that's kind of interesting. But uh, Shai Smith will play running back wide receiver on Sunday. Uh, he'll be the, the number three receiver because of all the injuries and that he should he could see uh, uh, punt return and kick return action. And then uh, he expects James Bradbury to shadow DJ Moore on Sunday. So that'll be a fun matchup to watch. But anything you guys took away from that presser?
0: Yeah, I'll start. I'll start with the uh, um, the quote that everyone was talking about. I, Joe's the one I think that pushed that out or tweeted it out about the quote. And I know people are gonna. I know people. It's a headliner. It's a grabber. Oh, he's talking shit about the defense, sort of thing. I listened to the Presser. I didn't. I didn't have any problem with him saying it. Um, people gotta realize, and I said this last week, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Matt Rule is consistent. He is going to come in every week, no matter if they win or lose, and say what is going wrong with the team. He did it when they won and said, these guys aren't playing well. This guy made a highlight, and a reporter points out, and he says, well, did you see the missed block he had? He needs to to do better. That is how Matt Rule coaches. He is going to come in, and he is going to pick apart what went wrong, and I don't have a problem with that. If the defense is looking good, I'm glad he's finding shit wrong with them. Still, that's I. You want that out of a coach? He should be. He should want perfection out of every single facet of the game. I have no problem with him saying the defense didn't still play up to par on Sunday. Yeah, they did great, and yeah, they held them, and yeah, they should have won that or they, they did enough to win that game on that side of the ball. But I have no problem with him saying that there are things and flaws still on the defense and there's things and flaws still on the special teams. The special teams gave up a big-ass kick return last – this past game. I think they got it at like the 40-yard line to start their drive. I don't remember when it was. But, yeah, they got a – they did block the punt, but there's still things that happen within the game that, you know, there's things they need to work on. I think that's what Matt Rule's getting at, and it's a headline grabber because folks see that and they're like, what? The defense played out of their minds. They were tired. Yeah, well, there were still plays they gave up. So he's, he, that's just how Matt Rule is. He's always going to do that. It's almost like Ron Rivera with the missed opportunities. That's just Matt Rule. And I don't have a problem with it whatsoever. I don't.
1: Yeah, Matt Rule has always been, I don't know. Sometimes he gives us the word salad, but he has been like, Matter of fact, when it comes to his players and, you know, what he looks for and when it comes to the defense, like, yeah, there were plays that they could have played better. They weren't perfect. And he acknowledged that, which is cool. But at the same time, I'm just saying. Teddy got a little bit more criticism after the Vikings game. I mean, the Vikings game was a little bit further along the season. So there's truth to that, but. Sam Darnold's playing really terribly. And I feel like he's not getting enough criticism.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, the coaching
1: I, I, staff, and honestly, like we haven't even heard from Tepper. Lord knows what he's thinking right now. He
2: has got his eyes set on a on a different quarterback out of out of Houston. I think. Yeah. Hold
0: on though, because I want I wanna I wanna go against you on that. He said mm-hmm. on Sunday, Sam Darnold's not playing well enough. What else do you want him to what what do you want him to say? What Sam Darnold. Yeah, I year. mean, I mean, is that what people want in the press conference? He literally said, Sam Darnold's not playing well enough. I don't know what else he needs to say. He could break it he's... down.
1: Like he broke down all the other position groups, you know, yeah. he said he missed throws. He
0: isn't playing well. He, the, the, the double timeouts that can't happen. Like, I feel like people sometimes, and this is not an attack on you guys, and I want to. make nah, you good? I wasn't yeah. going against Bryce either. On the, he's the one who brought it up. I'm more mm-hmm. going against because I have listened to these town halls on Twitter and they drive me nuts sometimes. But um, I know I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was going back to Sam Darnold. No, no, no. And- we are going
1: back to uh, rule and Donald and how he's not. Oh, yes. Enough. Yeah. 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 I got Thank yeah. You. I I got you. I appreciate it. I
0: appreciate I was getting lost. But I feel like people sometimes just pick apart what they want to hear out of the presser and put it on there. And, and then fans blow up and freak out. Like, yeah. He, he literally said Sam Darnold was playing shitty at quarterback without saying Sam Darnold was playing shitty. He literally said Sam Darnold's not playing well enough. I don't know what else he needs to say. And a lot of coaches don't even they won't call out their quarterback. They'll do it behind the yeah. scenes and in the locker room. Now I feel like Matt Rule does give in a sense a little bit more than what some of these coaches do say in these pressers, but he did say he he did not play well and he needs to he needs there needs to be better play at the quarterback position. He did say that in the presser. So I just want to put that out there cuz I know for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah.
2: Um <laughs> Anything else from, anything else from the presser? I know. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited hopefully to, to see Gilmore on Sunday. I don't know if he'll be game ready, but uh, he, he hasn't practiced since last season. So, uh, you know, hopefully he stayed in shape and uh, is able to go, but. You think Cam,
0: uh, you think Cam called him up and said, don't take number one.
2: <laughs> no, I, I think the Panthers are scared to give out number one because. Oh, dude, uh, yeah. They, they know what's going to happen if they give out number one. And, uh, people won't like that, and I won't like that. I'll, I, I'll be very mad. Uh, I've, I've been having dreams of of Carolina calling Cam back up and saying, "Hey, man, we're sorry, <laughs> fucked up. Uh, Come back home." Yeah, look, home. we're in a terrible relationship right now. It's abusive. It's mentally abusive, and we need you back, baby. <laughs> I'm not, that's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. But I, I know that they'll. People are too prideful in the organization to ever do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, that's but yeah, a, that's a good I, I'm, I'm excited to see Gilmore. Hopefully, um, and, and C.J. Henderson back. So I think you know the deepest position group on the team gets even deeper. So,
0: what y'all think of Ryan Winslow? I thought
2: he's a punter.
1: And <laughs> punter, I, yeah. I, I, Hunters I, are I, people too, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's I a was punter. just curious. I, I, I thought Charlton yeah. was struggling, <laughs>
2: struggling big time when uh, when he was in there. I don't know if it was because he was injured or. He ended up getting injured, but Charlton was not punting well. Um, so, I, you know, Winslow had a punt. I think that got down inside the, the five. Um, so, I mean, that was nice to see. But, but yeah, I think uh, the special teams definitely stepped up after their bad week um, the week before. So, all
0: right. Well, let's go to the let's preview this game here. Giants, Panthers going uh, on the road this weekend against the Giants. Um, so Sam Darnold, little reunion, uh, at his home turf against uh, another team though, but still it's, it's still, hopefully he ain't seeing ghosts cause he's had some bad experiences in that stadium, but yeah, the giants one in five on the year, they're coming off of, uh, a, a loss. Uh, yeah, they lost. Yeah. They lost last week. Who the hell did they lose to? Does anyone can't, know offhand? I of? remember the Rams. Wasn't it the Rams? I think it was the Rams. Yep, it was. They got blown up. Yeah, they got blown up by the Rams. But man, the the Giants are like the Walking Dead right now. I mean, that that roster is just depleted. What's our initial thoughts, guys, on this game? I mean, we've kind of flirted at the idea already, but <laughs> what are we thinking about this matchup?
2: Yeah, they they better win this damn game. Um, it, if they don't. Yeah. We're we're in trouble, man. We're we're in, we're in big trouble. I mean, the Giants are possibly without Barkley. Uh I don't think Kadarius Tony's going to play. Kenny is probably not going to play. Um Daniel Jones is, is roughed up. I think he has like an ankle issue or something. Uh I mean, just, just a couple of stats that I I wrote down here. Uh they rank tw- the Giants rank 27th in points per game, 32nd in red zone scoring, 25th in rush yards per game. Um they do rank 10th in pass yards per game. Uh, Daniel Jones is passing for a lot of yards, but um, not a lot of touchdowns. Um, 29th-ranked uh, rush defense and 27th-ranked pass defense. So, if Sam Darnold can't, can't, can't get something going against the 27th-ranked pass defense, then I don't know what, what to tell you. But um,
1: the Giants are not a good
2: team. They're not. And if we do not beat the Giants, then I'm, not,
1: I'm not... Oh, we <laughs> – I'm, I'm deleting. Hey, man, the Vikings are not a good football team, bro. Yeah, I know. The Eagles are definitely not a good football team. <laughs> yeah,
2: so you're right. that's,
1: hey, I said, like, going into the Eagles, I was like, it's going to be a steamroll. It's going to be a party at DOA. It's lit. Mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Vikings, same thing. Now, the Vikings, they do have, you know, some talent especially on the offensive side of the ball. But, like, any, I'm expecting the absolute worst side of this football team. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I can see this game being close and the Panthers pulling it off. That's probably going to be my official prediction later on. It's going to be maybe, like, a game-winning field goal or something along those lines. But, like, nothing that this team has shown me would suggest that they can win a football game right now. Like they look bad. They look horrendous mm-hmm. right now. Yep.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of we'll bad see. memories from last year with this with this team right now, which sucks because the defense looks so promising. They got so many players, and then there is an injury and another injury. And then the offense just can't get it together. But going to the Giants a little bit, Bryson mentioned this. Barkley Barclay didn't. Uh, practice today. Gallaudet in practice. They're a linebacker. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Did not participate. It was not injury related. So he might be back. John Ross didn't practice. Caden Smith in practice. And Kadarius Tony didn't practice. So they, they have a lot of guys out right now. I was just looking at their, every time we play a team, I just look at their D line on defense. Right. I don't care about anything else because the Panthers offensive line is terrible. So if they're going against a D line, they're going to struggle. Um, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Danny Shelton, and then these other Austin Johnson. I I don't know. I've ever heard of that guy. I don't know if he's good. I apologize if he is. I don't know the Giants real well on defense, (laughs) but they do. I mean, their secondary, their secondary is good. Yeah, they have a really good secondary. They got this might be one of the best secondaries Carolina's played. Bradbury, Jabril Preppers, Logan Ryan, and Adoree Jackson. That's a that's a damn good secondary. Well, they they haven't
2: played well this year. No, they, they haven't.
0: I I don't think they're meshing well as no. a unit. But
1: oh, and guess what? But that's a, a thing. They need that one game. That they need right, that game more. one game against that terrible quarterback <laughs> to finally get together. And this is why I think that there's a very very good chance that a lot of y'all are going to be mad this Sunday. And I'm gonna be sitting here like, hmm, I predicted this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying Jason. Like- I'm just trying to be optimistic, brother. I know, but like <laughs> let's just let's just be honest here. Like, let's yeah. not lie to these people. No, I, I, I honestly ch- I know, think I know I'm being honest yeah. with you.
0: I honestly think Carolina will beat this team and they should win by 10 or more. I, I mm-hmm. looking at the rosters and the way they are, that's my honest thinking. Now, if they don't and they wet the bet, I'm going to be very pissed off, but I think they, I think they can beat this team by 10 or more. Um, sure.
2: I think, <laughs> I think they should so. beat this team by 10 or more. If they will, I don't know, but they are. I mean, the Panthers are a good way to put it. That's yeah. Uh, the Panthers are all, you know, Almost every spot more talented than the Giants are. Uh, mm-hmm. they the Panthers are a better team than the Giants. They are, but the Panthers are playing like dog shit right now, and they're not yeah. in a good spot right now. So uh, I don't know. I, I could definitely see them losing. You know, go, going up to uh, is it MetLife? I think that's their name of their stadium. Yeah, MetLife. And yeah. Um, just going up there and just like wetting the bed. Egg. So <laughs> yeah, um, I, I could see that. But I, you know, obviously, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope. I hope yeah, they win. I, I hope they win by. 10 plus points but with, with the way that they've played recently I mean what reason do we have to not believe that that won't happen I don't know
0: but
1: yeah well let's go to him playing a good secondary that's all I gotta say
0: <laughs> <laughs> good luck with well that. and that means Robbie's gonna have to step up man and that hasn't happened either so Oh, this might be the shy Smith come out game, man. I could. I'm serious. Yeah, like, could. He's, he showed some flashes. I don't think he just I just don't think he got enough opportunity last game. I think
2: they need to use Tommy Trimble more. I think yeah, Tommy Trimble is so, a too. damn beast. I like man.
0: him. Yeah. You know, Ian Thomas, we didn't get to talk. We didn't talk about him. He just des- he deserves a shutout. out that fourth down that he caught in the fourth yeah. quarter for Tom. them when that when 96 yard drive they had. Yeah, that, that game was nice. is over if you don't score to catch that. So that was a yeah. hell of a catch by him. And, oh. and well, your boy
2: and your boy Robbie catching the, the game tying touchdown.
0: Yeah, he did. He uh, did. He was wide open though. There know there was about ten feet between him and the next <laughs> Yeah, they matter. they were
2: they were social distancing out there.
0: <laughs> well, let's go to predictions. We're going to start with you, Jason, Mr. Debbie okay. Downer. Uh, what's your <laughs>
1: prediction <Yes>. here? <laughs> All righty. My official prediction, I got the good guys winning. Oh, Let's go. go. Hmm. Listen, this is going to be some bad football. Oh, okay. Let's make it an ugly score. Let's make it like mm, – What's something really goofy, like sixteen to thirteen?
0: Interesting. I, I, th- I think that's that.
1: That, sounds <laughs> that like might a,
0: be that, it. that sounds like a Panthers. Game. <laughs> yeah, that might be it
1: right there. That might be it right there. Sixteen to thirteen.
0: Yeah, that might be it.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead, Curtis. Um, I do think the Panthers are going to win. Um, I am biased, though. Uh, but like I said before, I think they could lose. I don't. I would not be surprised if they lost. Um, they should win, but I would not be surprised if they lost. Uh, I think the Panthers win. Um, my my score was uh, 28-17. I think they win by eleven.
0: Yeah, I, I'm 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 back on the optimistic train. Um, I think Carolina's got they gotta win this one by ten or more. They gotta win this one by ten or more to get this fan base back on track a little bit and to just ease some of these worries we all have um i'm gonna go i was gonna say 24 10 i think that's too i think that's too much i'm gonna go 24 17 carolina wins by a touchdown i want them to win by 10 i just don't know if they're going to do it i think it's going to be a close one like it was with minnesota but man i hope we're all wrong i literally hope they blow this team right out of the freaking water it's ridiculous now, that they're- now,
2: now i'm gonna say if we go up there, and Sam Darnold has another bad game. He's throwing bad interceptions, and he's just clearly not going to work out. I think that after this game, if that happens, we might see P.J. Walker back there uh, next week. I, I think that's a possibility. If he goes up there and absolutely shits the bed, um, I think that the Panthers could could make a either one, which we were supposed to talk about what we didn't. There yeah, a, we, we, we got,
0: got to talk about that. We got to talk about Deshaun that. Some Deshaun
2: Watson more. news, um, which Joe Person, you know, took a screenshot of his article and shared it again, um, that the Texans have talked with the Panthers about a Watson trade recently and that um, it ranged from it, – it said that he talked with the Panthers and the, that they have talked with the Panthers and Eagles and that it ranged from co- a casual conversation to actual trade, um, like uh, – Potential trades, and it didn't specify which team was which with the casual conversations and you know potential trades. But I think Carolina. Um, w- when is the the trade deadline's coming up? Isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's November second. So okay. It's so yeah. Like two so weeks. this oh, weekend, two weeks.
2: This weekend might might be the uh, <laughs> the um, final nail in the coffin. And if if uh, Sam Darnold doesn't play well, I think they might either one make a trade. Or two, uh, roll PJ. Yeah,
0: that would be my – that was what I was going to say. If if they wet the bed this week and Darnold throws a couple picks, you might see Fitter on the phones. I don't see PJ Walker playing. I feel like I, I just – I can't see that right now. I think they're going to stick with Sam for a while. They, they stuck with Teddy – when did when did Walker come in? But again, Walker came in when Teddy right. was hurt, though. Too though,
1: like mm-hmm. Teddy hurt.
0: was coming off an of injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, but, but I, this
2: this this coaching staff and this front office is very prideful. So I don't. I really. I I could see them just sticking it with. I think
1: they're going to stick with them.
2: Yeah. Um. But it, I think if they have a chance to get Watson, and um, the owner is pressing for that. Then um, I think they might do that when which yeah that would be you interesting. know everybody's got their opinions about what Watson has done um, and you know it obviously it wasn't right but he's a hell of a fucking football player uh, and you know it it's not founded yet or whatever and whatever plays out if he if he's guilty then obviously he shouldn't be allowed to play football but as of right now I think he is allowed to play I don't think that the NFL has suspended him or anything so
0: they haven't but he isn't playing and I've heard that's the reason why they're not suspending because the Texans aren't playing him anyway and that's what I've so but that's that was be that would be my question and again they're playing shit right now so would it really matter but if they go out and try to attempt to get Watson and 10 games, let's say he's probably going to be suspended 10 games. If you're going to base it off of players in the past with Ben Roethlisberger and shit like that, it's, if he gets 10 games, are you satisfied with, and I'm sure I know the answer is, yeah, you're fine with this, but with him, with the Panthers not having him for 10 games, because that's that's a big price to pay. I mean, that's if if it happened by November second, that's some of this year, and then of course next year as well.
1: But. Uh, are you asking me, or is it, it just anyone? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I I don't want him anywhere near Carolina. But okay, no, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, like and then like it looks like the Dolphins are closing in on him anyway. So, you know. Props to them for you know making, and apparently Washington is also involved with the deal, so it's going to be a little three-team trade, three-team trade actually. And it looks like um, Riverboat Ron is about to get two a quarterback, so that should be. Yeah, I favorite. saw
0: reports about that. That that's going to be interesting if they land that. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Oh, they yeah. should
1: sign
2: Cam. That's what they should do. I don't know what the fuck yeah, Ron Rose' problem know what is. <laughs> yeah, but
0: yeah, I thought, man. Well, I said. I don't know if I. I don't think Seattle would. I know I saw that. Maybe they would pull the trigger.
2: The I think the perfect fit for him would be the Steelers. I mean, it, it would literally turn I know. them into. I said that. A to legit my contender too. A legit contender if Camden was quarterbacking and not Big Ben Roethlisberger is a fucking statue that throws the ball at the ground and directly to the linebackers and. But I, that's I,
0: one of those things I feel like they're too prideful about too. Is they're not gonna. They're yeah, gonna let I him think play so too. it out and. Mm-hmm. But and no, that maybe, does make sense.
2: Maybe the Browns, if Baker's out for a while. if I mean, Cam on the Browns, that yeah. would be nasty, man. Yeah, that they got be... a
0: good old line, man. My yeah. goodness. Yes, they do. And I'm they got good everything. A fucking sheet out of their playbook and start yeah. drafting some of those guys. Well,
2: when when you suck for forty years, you can yeah you get, you get some. That's the thing. People That's are true. like, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah they after a team is first rounders,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. something's got to
0: Well, all right, I, we're, I, we got to wrap this up. It's getting late, Jason. Thank you again for coming on. We appreciate it. We thank second you, time coming on. It's it's a pleasure talking with you.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure being on the show, fellas. Thank y'all for having me on.
0: Just want to thank Jason again for coming on. We really appreciate his feedback and insight into this team. Now let's get to our draft picks of the week. All right, Bryson, this week, uh, this is, not a beer. I really had a choice of it was the one in the fridge that I had and something I haven't drank it on the show. So this is Yingling's Hershey chocolate porter. I'm not a porter fan. I'm not a chocolate beer fan whatsoever. I don't recommend this beer to anyone. This, this should stay on the shelf. It is from, it's made in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Um, And yeah, it's just not, I I do, I'm, I am a fan of England beer, but not this brand, this, this Hershey chocolate Porter is just not for me. If you do like Porter's, I'm sure you'll enjoy it, but chocolate does not belong in beer. What are you drinking, Bryson?
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. I, uh, I drank what I had in my fridge. So, uh, I went to Target this past weekend and got some shop top Belgian white, uh, it's a beer that's brewed with, um, wheat and citrus peels and coriander and um and it's a classic beer i i love it a lot and that's why i purchased it at target um 5.2 percent alcohol i normally put some oranges in there too um it's just a great beer just to, to, to sit around and sip and just drink while you're hanging out and um it doesn't really you know taste like it. usually after a while you get sick of something or whatever but mm. i can just keep drinking shock tops and um. Just keep pounding them. So, uh, hey, keep pounding.
0: <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to Panthers on Tap podcast. You can catch all of our episodes every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go follow us on Twitter at Panthers on Tap for all your Panthers analysis and breaking news. And as always.